0: Gallifrey in the constellation of Castelbert. I hope the is are a bit less conspicuous this time.
1: You might be a doctor, but I am I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. There's probably not the one to do. Absolutely fantastic.
2: All of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will. Where do you want to start?
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to It on the Inside, a new Who Doctor Who watch along podcast. I'm Tim. Once again, no Harry. Now let me explain. This isn't Harry's fault uh, this week. This was my fault. Last week was Harry's fault because he was selfish. This week I have prior engagements on a Monday when we do record these podcasts, but Harry isn't available at the time when I'm available. So I've replaced him once again, even though last week, if I recall, I said I hope I never have to do it again. Uh, I've had to replace him with Harrison. Hello, Harrison.
2: Don't call it a comeback. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, to do the latest Doctor Who updates on Series 13 with Tim Saxby. Hello, everyone. How are
1: we doing? I'm very good. Uh, Yeah, so I mentioned that we're going to do some Series 13 news. We've got some Christmas news and also some bits and bobs sort of scattered in between. Now, it all really starts with an interview that John June Bishop recently did in which Hmm. he said that he originally had to turn down the role of Dan, the new companion for Doctor Who, because it clashed with his tour dates. Now, um, we'll start with the Christmas news, really, because John Bishop announced that um, he would stop filming Doctor Who around September time to then go on tour with his stand-up tour, I guess. Which means that Doctor Who would be filming its 8 episodes restricted series 13 run for 9 months. Now, an average series of Doctor Who with 13 episodes plus a special at the end... Yeah, yeah, that's right. 13 episodes plus a special is also around 9 months. So, for example, series 2 and The Runaway Brive took um, 8 to 9 months to film. This year, they're taking 9 months to film 8 episodes, if you see what I mean. So, my thinking is... Are we, and also now in the UK as well, restrictions are slowly being eased and hopefully around June, July time, everything's going to be gone, Mm -hmm. which makes me think that, are they going to add a few extra episodes into the series or are they going to film a Christmas special episode? Because what our original thinking was is that they would film the eight episodes, seven of those eight would be series 13, and the eighth episode would come out as a Christmas special. What do you think of that, Harrison?
2: Right. So um, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, yeah, I honestly um, I like your plan where you talked about the last episode as a Christmas episode. I I believe that's the case because I know that happened. Like um, for the last one, you know, like the Dalek episode, they already recorded like ages yeah. in advance. So, I believe that will probably happen again. In terms of adding episodes, I mean, obviously, um, it'd be awesome, you know, for it, from, you know, only for it to go from eight up, you know, or to 10, you yeah. know, just to kind of have, have that like all completeness. It's yeah. just that, however, it's just because obviously they're now out there recording. Um, I presume, you know, that all the episodes are connected or there's like like an arc in place. So I don't know if they would have time to add add other episodes. However, um, it would be awesome if they were. But yeah, I I believe that last episode is either like a Christmas-related episode or as we talked about earlier, kind of like ages ago now, if it is to change into a new, perhaps era of Doctor Who with a new actor. that's something as well we're going
1: to touch on a little bit. But I sort of think that... If they're gonna complete what I assume is I assume it's gonna be a trilogy of Dalek stories every sea every holiday yes. season, that this season that they would have moved whatever that let's just say Christmas special they would have moved that Christmas special to episode eight of series thirteen and then just doing broken yeah. it away because if we're getting series thirteen this year twenty twenty one, that means yeah. we will be getting it at the very back end of this year. So it would lead yes. right up to Into the Christmas. Christmas Day, so they yeah. could literally do it so that on the 25th of December, let's just hypothetically say Christmas. So the 25th of December, yeah. you get that episode, you get the Christmas episode, and every week before that, for for seven weeks, you get an episode of Dot Two. So it's almost just a coincidence that the last okay. episode of the series lands on Christmas Day. Then again, are they going to do which? Now I think about it, it does make sense. But then again, if they're going to add an extra episode on because it's taken them so long to film eight episodes when that, they could really film 14 in that time.
2: Mm. Yeah, honestly, mate, it's a tough one. But it's almost like, you know, how you describe it, like if they were if they were to release it at that time, it's almost like on the road up until Christmas, you know, like, um, like on Advent, you know, in a calendar, you open the doors, you get to Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I could image that opting to work to be honest. It would really kind of hype out, like really opt to hype up like a Christmas episode if they are going to do, well, if it's a Christmas episode or if it's kind of going like into the year, like, you know, like a New Year's episode. But um, I like the sound of that and I completely agree with you where like um, I think we're now at the point where like we honestly believe it's going to be like, you know, that episode will be kind of like, um, you know, like completely arc. Yeah, that we already have with
1: the um, the Daleks, Daleks like
2: you that. know, yeah, a yeah. trilogy.
1: Yeah, I wonder then if they, I because I don't believe they would scrap a, a holiday special. I think that they would no. have gone, What is the holiday special for 2021? It's a Dalek one, it's the third one. Davros is going to be in it, so okay, we're going to yeah. film that with these other seven. So you it's Makes already sense. within that book. They're not filming. Maybe maybe they are filming eight plus a ninth. Maybe the plan was to film seven with the Christmas special being an eighth. Or maybe they have just yeah. a series thirteen and the series that thirteenth series is just going to coincidentally hold a Christmas special within it that will be released on Christmas Day because that's when the series will be dropped.
2: Mmm. Yeah, man. Um, it is obviously really hard to tell, but um, you There's know... like, a few different
1: like, uh, are they clearly...
2: available. Yeah, there the, are the, uh, a variety of options, and it's, it is odd, because this hasn't really opted to happen. I mean, well, obviously, uh, I know it's happened um, a lot in Classic Who, but in terms yeah. of like this era of Dog 2 New Who, it's not really happened before. I think the closest we've had is in the Tenant era, of obviously, you know, those episodes that were coming out right before End of Time, the specials. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But,
2: um... Yeah, it's it's odd, but I really do hope and I know we've talked about this in the past, if they are gonna go for eight episodes, I really hope this is gonna be like a clear arc here. Mm. All these episodes are gonna be important, you have to watch them each week, and I really hope we're not gonna have like the odd episode in between where it's kinda of, it doesn't have any you know, anything on the arc or the characters, yeah. if you get what I mean.
1: I feel that's something I've noticed a lot doing this is that series one and series two, yeah, and series three especially have an arc, vote Saxon, Bad Wolf, and the, you know, Rose yes. leaving the TARDIS and all that. Something toward, that continues yeah. throughout those three seasons. But since then, there was a little bit with Moffat, but there hasn't been something to keep you coming back every week. No cliffhanger ending or anything like that. So I think that's Not really, that's going to be really important. And whatever that's going to be, whatever it will be, but no, I definitely think something like that needs to come back. Mm. That said, been I been. don't mind the odd. Doctor Light episode, Lover Monsters, no, Father's Day, no, same, like yeah. That. yeah, yeah.
2: No, I, I hear you, mate. Honestly, um, but having an arc helps because I believe that was a huge kind of like add-on, really, for you know heading into series
1: twelve. Yeah, it's where you like have a, that a loyalty, style. isn't it? It's saying yeah. like, this is your payoff for watching thirteen episodes. You're going to get this revealed yeah. to you. And I think when mm. that's not there, it's like, well, what's the point? It's like I've mi- I've yeah. missed I've up to today I've seen every episode of New Who apart from one. Um, oh, any one particular? Often fifty five.
2: Oh, oh mate, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad, <laughs> just mate. Don't I, watch it. Don't I just me.
1: happened to be out on the night it was broadcast, and then the next week came. Around, I was like, oh, I never caught up. And then I was like, and I just never watched it. And then since then, it's kind of been fun not to see it um So obviously, I will get around to watching it at some point for this. Um, I
2: wouldn't, mate. I wouldn't. To all the viewers here, you know, this just in the comments, just tell them to not watch it. Orphan Fifty Five. We don't want.
1: But that said, it it hasn't impacted the series. I didn't miss anything. Do you know what I mean?
2: No, no, you really didn't, mate. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so nope. moving on. There is also some other series thirteen news that literally came out today. um Right. right. Listening to this, this will be posted on the second. The full podcast will be available to listen on the second of March yes. 2021. We're recording this on the first of can... March 2021. Um, literally released today was some, not released, sort of leaked accidentally, some set photos from Doctor Who Series 13. Now, they probably yeah. the most exciting set photos we've had so far, mainly because they do actually finally include a look at Jodie Whitaker's Doctor and She's from the photos, she's hanging on a green screen, um, on some wires. There seems to be a crew. We know it's a recent photo because all the cast and crew are wearing COVID masks. There seems to be a restricted yeah. crew around a uh, big open space, one chair. She's the way she's positioned and the way she's holding herself reminds me a lot of how Tennant does in uh, the sound of drums. When is it the sound of drums? Whatever the last episode of that trilogy is called, where he uh, oh, yeah. Where the master he, yeah, where he confronts the master and he's just levitating in front like, of him. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of his
2: <laughs> It's quite odd. Um, it's interesting though. I'm definitely intrigued. It's almost like she's either kind of yeah, like talked about. She's she's like opting to hover in the air, yeah. or she's just having to fly about. Like she's flying or swimming,
1: yeah.
2: um, or she's collapsing. You know, from out of a place. You know, like in a early. You know, she came up the TARDIS in the yeah. earliest episode.
1: Well, but, was, um,
2: it's sorry, go on. go
1: on, sorry guys. Yeah,
2: no, that's all right. It's just, it is like, it is really hard. It is really hard to tell because obviously uh, we don't kind of have any kind of huge indications to what's happening, but it's awesome to kind of have like a clear image of the crew and what's actually happening behind yeah. the camera rather yeah. than like, oh, there's an angel there, the angels are in, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, it's a change up, you know?
1: There's a lot of different photo. There's three different photos and a lot of different angles in each photo. So, okay, so one of the angles is a close-up of Jodie, and I'm zooming in now. Yeah. It's, she, there isn't a smile on her face. It's almost a relief. a sad, From what I'm getting from it, I'm getting grief, sadness. It's not. It doesn't seem to be in a happy scene, a scene that is particularly filled with much joy. Um, another, mm. another shot from a monitor is a shot from above. We can see she seems to be on the ground on the photo, yeah. That doesn't mean to say, because she's got the harnesses on above her, that she will be hoisted up into the air eventually. So, it, we're getting a few different shots of this. Now, instantly, my first reaction was uh, based on news that we've had over the last couple of weeks and months mm. is that, could this be a regeneration scene that we've seen? Who oh.
2: Here come the theories. Here comes the hype. Here comes the speculation. Um, yeah, like I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, to, you know, to anyone hearing this, it is incredibly hard to tell what is going on. All right, we are no experts. They're, they're very clear photos.
1: The photos are so clear; yeah. and they show everything that's going on. But because it's on a green screen and it's only Jody, they don't actually What's know what screen? is going on. <laughs>
2: um i hear you though how perhaps it is her changing like yeah. um you know if we've got like a over the head shot crane shot i mean is that it's the terminology like, I'm, a used to, mean, I'm supposed to know this yeah but um there's that um but yeah it's i mean it's, it's it's an odd one but um i mean i can't tell who the other is in that image is it just her on her own is that a person it's her on her
1: own, and i believe the rest of it is um crew
2: Oh, okay, so it's just her on her own. And, yeah, like, it's very hard to tell, but she is obviously, you know, she's not obviously having to smile about as she always is. So clearly, you know, I don't know. It's like, you know, she's clearly either unhappy or just she's not in a mood. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know, mm. but hopefully time will tell. Um, and so, well, later on this year. Later on this year, we'll know uh, I... what's going on. Uh, that's yes. exciting. I completely forgot it was this year because we just haven't had anything. The last 12 the same, to be honest, mate. Nothing new, it's hard for the last
2: to tell, isn't it? Because obviously,
1: everything's just on hold. Yeah, no, very much looking forward to seeing it. Um, I'm so I, I imagine, because this time, we'll release some fun series 13 news, but until then, um, thanks. Uh, we're gonna yeah, this, well, this is kind of the end of the news segment. We're gonna wrap it up and then we're gonna go into the watch along this week, which is Fear Hair. Spoilers alert, it's not the best. If you want to tune out now, <laughs> uh, probably would. <laughs> Me and Harry almost have nothing to say. It's a very short episode this week, but uh, we do appreciate you sticking around. If you do want to listen, it, it probably will be quite fun to just listen to us have a breakdown. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. And thanks, Harrison, again, for stepping in. Um, I would like oh, to Oh, any time. Help the heroes, Harry mate. will be back next week, but I can't oh. uh, But thanks very much. And enjoy the rest of the podcast, guys. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Pop up!
2: is a command from the Daleks all listeners are demanded to subscribe to our Patreon subscribe or you will be exterminated seek, locate, subscribe what's the point in
1: having you all? oh good news, always good news unless it was bad news then it was bad news ooh boo bad news
0: or maybe it was neutral news, news where we just don't know how to react, which is kind of how I feel about that news.
1: Oh. Ah, well that, that that really important news we just talked about.
0: It was incredibly important. Nothing's more important than Doctor Who news, okay? Nothing going on in the world is more important than the future of Doctor Who.
1: And you and you, but you don't feel you just feel so neutral about it anyway.
0: Well, no, it's just such shocking, uh, Doctor Who news. Um that I'm Numbed by it. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) Uh, We're back for the watch along and we're doing Doctor Who series two episode 11, which is called What Harry? That sounds right. Fear Her by Matthew Graham. Has he done anything else for Doctor Who? Because his name appeared and I did not recognize it.
0: Yeah, I didn't recognize it. This is definitely, if he has done work since, this is definitely his first New Who episode.
1: Having a quick look online. Matthew Graham, TARDIS fandom, TARDIS wiki.
0: The best source of information.
1: The best one is Wikipedia. That's amazing. Whoever came up with that is a genius.
0: Oh, yeah. Why don't all, like, <laughs> wikis have fun names like that?
1: Um, Matthew Graham wrote the Doctor Do episode Fear Her and the two-parter The Rebel Flesh slash The Almost People. Graham is best oh! known for the co-creator of the series... Yeah. Life on Mars, which starred John Sim. It oh, you like sim- Life on Mars, don't you? It is. It is, and uh, and its sequel, Ashes to it. Ashes to Ashes, Funk to Funky, Good Old Major Tom's a junkie. Um, he is also noted. Uh, he he has also noted that the main character from Life on Mars, Sam Taylor, was named after Rose Tyler. Wow, that's interesting. I need to watch Life on Mark oh it's so good I'm, I haven't even finished it I've seen all of series one and I think I have like the majority of season two left but I've just never got back into it but I'm always I loved it it was so good
0: I've seen kind of like the first part of the first episode it looks really intriguing I just kind scared. of wish I'd well when he when he like wakes up in the uh, it's the 80s he wakes up
1: in he yeah. wakes up in I think it's might be the late 70s 75 oh, right. I think it is Ah, uh, okay, okay. Can I find out? Because we'll only get people emailing us. Not that anyone does. Uh, Nineteen seventy-three. Ah, uh, cool. So. We
0: eventually, we're going to get like shows that um, where people go back in time, but they go back in time to like two thousand and five or something.
1: <laughs> if someone's driving along, listening to "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," <laughs> that's going to be it. that's going to be the. <laughs> And then they get hit the head by a drone.
0: <laughs> uh, Doctor Who... I, I don't know whether I love it or I hate it. Anyway.
1: For <laughs> uh, her, Um this episode suffers from the Back to the Future paradox, doesn't it? As in, it's an episode set at once in the future, but is now quite far away in the past.
0: Yeah, it's set during the uh, London 2012 Olympics, isn't it?
1: It's set further in the past, than it was when, it, than it was in the future when the episode first aired. So, oh, was, you're right, yeah, in, because aired aired it was it, six
0: years, <laughs> six years before the Olympics. And watching it now; it's been eight, well, coming up to nine years since the London Olympics. yeah so. <laughs> that's that's weird. That's weird. I mean, to be fair, um, I feel like with a couple of exceptions, it kind of does manage to feel like 2012 quite yeah. well to there's me there's no one going like, around on
1: hoverboards and calling people chicken and yeah. donald trump lookalikes. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah they just kind of picked like a modern housing estate which was a smart move yeah and uh the clothing most of it some of the kids what they're wearing is a bit 2006 but yeah. um most for the most part yeah
1: but then again, they are quite young kids, and I guess at that age, you're still having I mean, your parents buy your clothes for you, so they're just going to Georgia and Asta, aren't they? That's what my mum was saying. Yeah, but I don't feel I like George
0: age. and Asta were selling clothes like that in 2012. I, well. I
1: wonder know if that's more just generic clothing that they have to have, because they can't have people wearing, like, super dry.
0: Maybe, yeah. I also but, noticed, um, obviously they had to kind of predict what, uh, london 2012 kind of logo and torch and stadium would look like yes and it was, it was pretty safe although it's funny because i remember when the original london 2012 logo was kind of shown off lots of people weren't fans of it and probably would have preferred something like what's in this episode
1: what is it in this episode does it just say london 2012 then the olympics logo underneath
0: uh, yeah, and I think there's, like, these, like, streamers, like, the, like, streamers are the colours of the Olympic rings kind of going around, but it's a quite standard London 2012 logo. I actually was... quite like what the actual logo is. Because but...
1: it was, like, a really funky 2012, wasn't it? But a lot of people said it looked like a man running, and then wasn't there the two mascots as well that came out at the same time that were meant to represent parts of the logo, and they were, like, different colours, and then they have their own Harry Haribo sweets as well. I remember that. Did... Oh my god, that takes him back. Takes him back. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, this episode has a really good cast. Uh, I really like Dot Who, where you have characters that you've sort of forgotten about, but when you revisit the episode, you go, "Oh, this has got that road cl- that council worker in it." Yeah, it's got Cal. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah, Cal from the council. <laughs> that, that's great. He's such a great character. This, I, yeah, it is Cal. Yeah, um, Kel. Yeah. Um, yeah, the scene where he goes. That's a, that's a council van you're taking a council axe from a council van you're digging up a council I'm road I'm calling you council... to the council yeah. <laughs> he's really great in this episode, I wish more of the top two episodes had just funny just yeah. real life people in the episode like um, Trish is a really good character, played by now pretty famous um, Nina Soysosian I don't know how to pronounce her last name, I probably butchered it but she's been in loads of stuff since then but whenever I see, her, I always recognise her from this episode of Doctor Who. Who
0: who, who did she play?
1: Um, she was Trish, the mum.
0: Oh, the mum. Okay, I wasn't sure yeah. if it was the mum or the little girl.
1: Yeah, um, no, Chloe the little girl. She's great as well. I don't think she's done much since, but this is a really good cast in this episode. I feel.
0: Mm-hmm. What were you?
1: Yeah, not... feel... Sorry, go on.
0: I wish that kind of obviously early on in the episode we see kind of. A lot of different uh, neighbors who live on that street, but kind of af. Once you get to kind of the midpoint, a lot of them other than Cal kind of disappear. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'd nice to have kind of seen their reactions to stuff that was happening throughout the episode.
1: Yeah, uh, the the actual cold opening has Chloe singing a creepy nursery rhyme through a window. Why why do you think nursery rhymes are creepy? Because they did it in the Age of Ultron trailer. Do you remember where they had Ultron singing a song from Pinocchio?
0: yeah um i guess it's just that subversion of expectations isn't it you know um nursery rhymes are songs which kind of uh, associated with childhood and kind of childhood innocence and being fun things to kind of slow them down at a creepy accompaniment it doesn't settle you also there's the fact that you know a lot of nursery rhymes have quite um dark themes to them you know Humpty Dumpty's a guy falling off a wall and shattering into pieces. Ring a ring of roses is about the Black Plague.
1: Yeah. Um, have you seen that video of the Teletubbies where it's in black and white? That's scary.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. Actually, I have seen. There's a black and white. I don't know if it's like a Photoshop or something, but it's like a, fo- a black and white. Um, a freeze frame from the show. And I think they must have done something to edit the faces. I think like, they've made the eyes darker or something. It's really unsettling. It kind <laughs> of takes... like. Um, have you seen the... Uh, this is like random, but just... You remind me of it. Uh, have you seen any of the kind of anti-piracy screen memes that have been yeah, going around?
1: You would have steal a car. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know, not that. Um, there's people who kind of have been taking kind of footage from kind of old, like, kids' TV shows and video games and stuff, and kind of editing, creating these fake anti-piracy screens where they kind of t- take the content from within them and change them to make you kind of creepy unsettling.
1: Talking of
0: creepy... No, I'm gonna and... send one... Sorry, I'm go on. i to send one to you now, um, okay. while, while, while we're doing it. Uh, talking oh, I, of... Actually, no, we will break the flow of the episode, won't
1: we? <laughs> <laughs> talking of creepy and unsettling things, uh, the old woman. How does she know that something's wrong? She has that sixth sense, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, she has that old woman intuition, you know.
1: (laughs) She knows when it's going to rain. (laughs)
0: She's been around the block. She knows when stuff is sus.
1: When her hip starts throbbing, it's going to start raining.
0: (laughs) I I know when it stops. I know when it's going to start raining.
1: How do you know when it's going to start raining?
0: I just have really sensitive skin, and so I feel the raindrops before anyone else does.
1: Really? But that's not... Wait, wait, a minute. That's not before it started raining. That's just before anybody else has noticed.
0: Well no, that's Alec, like, like, um like I, I feel those first few raindrops. Like so I feel the raindrops a minute before anyone else does, and like I can t everyone, it's gonna rain, let's get inside. It's like my superpower.
1: Raindrops keep falling on my head. Do 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 the do, summer so lyrics go here and the rest go here. Then Raindrops keep falling over my head.
0: I can't hear that song without thinking of Spider Man too.
1: <laughs> um, this episode is actually quite a funny episode, and it opens with a really great joke with the TARDIS landing yes. between the two bins, and the Doctor opens it and he just goes ah, and he has to turn the TARDIS around. <laughs> that was
0: great. That's uh, that's some great acting from uh, David Tennant. Where kind of because his only lines in that is to say ah twice. Yeah, and the like, opposite was, it was like. Ah. Yeah. And then you see the TARDIS fade away reappear, and reappear. It's like
1: ah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how they that must have there must have been a bit where they were setting that scene up. I was thinking how did they film that? Cuz they must have had to have built cuz they wait they build the TARDIS doesn't arrive on set as the TARDIS. They have to construct they it. They have on to set.
0: lower it down with like a a crane, right?
1: Well, sometimes they construct it on set. So what I'm thinking is they must have like set the base up of the TARDIS, right? the floor of it and then stood David Tennant on the floor and then built the rest of the TARDIS around David Tennant with him in it and then go action so he can open the door and go ah and then go cut, dismantle it take David Tennant out of it because you got to get out through the doors because there's no room and then spin it all around, put the doors back on and put Billy and David back in and do the whole thing again <laughs> all for one joke it's so much work it's worth it though. It's totally worth it. It's great. Um, something that I also found unsettling in this episode is the fact that David Tennant isn't wearing a tie.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> knew there was something <laughs> off about his costume, but he and, it wasn't until halfway through. it was like, oh, he's on a tie. He's got a cuff, he's got his shirt buttoned open.
1: Yeah, and you can see like his like his chest, and it's weird because he's so iconic with so, the brown tie and the white floral pattern on it. To suddenly just seem with his shirt open and sort of like a a a t shirty sort of thing underneath.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, we kind of always think of like the tenth Doctor as having kind of the exact same um, kind of suit and tie and shirt combo every time, but really, they do a lot of variations, a lot of very small variations in each episode.
1: Yeah, and especially when we get to series three, where he's now in a blue suit. Hmm. But I mean of
0: kind of something that kind of permeates throughout all the new Who Doctors, isn't it? They yeah. never stick to just one costume. Like there's sort of like kind of a base costume, and they make all kinds of little tweaks.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's a scene as uh, something that stood out to me that I don't think I'd noticed before because I probably haven't watched this episode in about three or four years. Is when that mini breaks down at the start of the episode, and they have to push it to get it started. The guy who's the guy who's driving the car and breaks down, he gets out of the car to push it, and then it starts without him in it. But you know, when we had to push start my car that time, me, you, and Matt, I had to be in the car because I had to I had to start the car. Yeah, you had to be the one who kind
0: start the engine. Yeah,
1: yeah. So how the hell did this car start with nobody in it?
0: Yeah um uh, ma- magic aliens. Oh, magic. <laughs> yeah, it's um or was it from the episode of The Simpsons? Uh anytime you see something happen that you can't explain, a wizard did it.
1: Oh really? <laughs> who says that in The Simpsons?
0: Um, I think they had like the actress who played Xenia Zena, Warrior Princess on. Uh, and yeah. she was like Yeah, she was doing a Q&A and like someone asked her about continuity error and she was like um, whenever something like that happens, it was a wizard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you touched on it at the start when we spoke about the Olympics. It was pretty close, apart from the Olympic torch. Do you remember what the 2012 Olympic torch looked like? Yeah, I
0: saw the relay part of it. Yeah, it I was cool? Gonna... It's I was... cool, like, the actual yeah. torch, that kind of gold kind of netting design. Yeah. I really I was... liked it.
1: I was going to ask, because I didn't know you in 2012, and what happened where I live is that we all got like the first two periods off school. So you got the first mm. two lessons off so you could see the Olympic torch come past wherever you live. But the, I Olympic, remember... to- oh, the Olympic torch... the Olympic torch sh- came past at like half past seven, eight o'clock in the morning. So there, then there was mm. more than enough time for people to get to school and get to the lesson. But everybody just took the two hours off. And I remember sat by a pond eating cookies with like four other people. And a car comes past with like four teachers in it, all with their heads out the window, shouting at students telling them to go back to school.
0: I mean if you gave you two hours off. Then... Exactly,
1: exactly. When did you actually get to see the torch or did you just see it in the in the relay?
0: Uh yeah, I, I saw the torch kind of like I was in the relay and saw the guy run by with the torch.
1: You were in the relay? You held the torch?
0: No, 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 I saw <laughs> the guy. In the relay. I, I was on the anybody. side of the
1: street. I don't know anybody who actually got to take part in the torch um, running thing.
0: They picked, like, kind of, like, outstanding members of the community, didn't they?
1: So why wasn't I
0: picked? Because you were 12.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I would have been a bit older, 2012. 14? You You're 14 in 2012. 1998 I was born, so 13 or 13. I would have been 12, because that means I would have been born in 2000.
0: Are you a year year older than me? How old are you? I'm 21.
1: I'm 22, yeah. Did you not know this? I invited you to my birthday. I thought we
0: were... (laughs) I thought we were like... (sighs) I'm sorry, (laughs) Tim.
1: Some friendship. Um... But well, yeah, they captured the Olympics really, really well in this. And uh, I like the whole riff with edible ball bearings. I think that's great.
0: Mm. That's a very kind of 10th Doctor thing. Yeah. To just love a little mundane thing like that.
1: Little random British quirks.
0: Because mm. it's a very British thing.
1: <laughs> we didn't have a street party. We didn't have one.
0: I don't think I had a street party. Well, I think for half of the Olympics, I was on holiday. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember you saying a few weeks ago, yeah. The only time we've ever had a street party was 2020 when it was VE Day. And we all sat around Uh, in a circle. And that was it. That was it.
0: We don't really... I'm not really on a street designed for street parties, you know. Like, the other half of the street... It's only half a street. One side of the street has houses and the other half doesn't. So it doesn't really have that community street feel.
1: Did you pick up on a little reference where The Doctor Keeps Calling Rose Lewis?
0: I didn't get what that was a reference to. Okay,
1: so there's an ITV uh, detective drama called Inspector Lewis and at one point it used to star a certain actor, Nelton, Nob, um, Lawrence Fox, who at the time of recording was dating Billy Piper. Ha! Huh.
0: that's whack
1: that is whack I love little things like that because I was watching it I was like oh Lewis, I get what the reference is but then to actually go so deep as to reference the actress's boyfriend in the episode mm. so does that mean that the Doctor watches Lewis and that Billy Piper the actress slash pop star exists in the world of Doctor Who
0: uh, oh it's a wizard Tim it's a wizard a wizard sorted it out.
1: I love the idea that in Tooth and Claw, where they're flying the TARDIS to music, in an alternative world, he's just flying it to, because we want to, because we want to. <laughs> Why could
0: you going to play that song so loud? I'm actually a bop, though.
1: Um, the Doctor, another great moment in this with the Doctor is when he goes to visit Trish. And, she, and they ask if they can talk to Chloe, and she instantly says no. And the doctor says, Okay, I'll let you help her on your own. And then just walks off as if to sort of say, You you know, you need my help.
0: Yeah. I think uh, there's like no kind of like. You imagine kind of some doctors, like there'd be a thing where the companion would say to them, So what do you do now? And like, I-, I don't know, keep walking. But no, <laughs> they just had total. Confidence in his plan
1: the whole yeah. time. It reminded me a lot of the scene from *Idiots' Lantern* where they just knock on the door and they're like, "Hi!" And they just let themselves oh, yeah. into the Connollys' house. <laughs> hmm. Um, they also something I've noticed about the Tenth Doctor is that he knows instantly. Maybe not so much with, definitely not with Eccleston, as I'll, I'll call a reference in a minute. The Tenth Doctor knows something is going on straight away wherever he arrives. He's very quickly, he very quickly picks up on what's wrong? Uh, maybe not so much the ninth Doctor, when he arrives in World War Two. he asks if there's been any big bangs recently and everyone laughs at him because obviously he's in World War Two and bombs were being dropped all the time and I think a little bit with the 11th Doctor as well, in his early days but the 10th Doctor just from the ball instantly knows what's going on
0: Yeah, that's, that, I haven't thought of that, yeah, kind of wherever the ninth Doctor goes, he was always much more kind of focused on kind of enjoying whatever the place he was at had to offer. Whereas, yeah, the Tenth Doctor is always much more on it.
1: Do you think, I feel also like the Knife Doctor was travelling more for adventure, whereas the Tenth Doctor is, is travelling just to solve problems.
0: Do you think so? Do you think he goes to places with the intention of helping people?
1: I think so, because the Knife Doctor was always... like We spoke about it a lot, was that if he just didn't turn up, nothing would have gone wrong. <laughs> Everything would have been mm. fine... Something someone, one person might have died at the worst, but like no buildings would have exploded and everything would have been fine. But with the 10th Doctor, it's like something's already sort of wrong, and it's just lucky that he's turned up and he's now going to fix this problem.
0: Yeah, I guess in that sense, they've kind of made using the 10th Doctor, they've made the Doctor into a much more kind of, kind of, um, um, yeah, you, you, know, you can't contend that he's a heroic figure, but yeah. he saves the day.
1: Um, did you pick up on the Star Trek reference?
0: Uh, you're going to have to remind me. Well, oh, do- that one, <laughs> yeah, that one. Does, that does that <laughs> yes, I did, because I remember when it happened, <laughs> I spent a good minute and a bit trying to do it myself because my hand just cannot do. If
1: can you uh, not do it, I can do it with both hands. Uh,
0: uh, 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 look, look, this, you're going to laugh at this.
1: <laughs> for everybody who can't see Harry's just sort of just holding his hand up and some of his fingers are moving around
0: <laughs> Oh well, this hand I can do it with this hand
1: right but, uh, can you do it where you separate your fingers like that uh, hey, there you go
0: it's not comfy for my fingers it's not comfy for <laughs> my... they're going to the- have to like f- they're going to have to use CGI in my hands if I cast in Star
1: Trek. Because <laughs> this scene also involves a scene where he just picks up the peanut butter and he starts eating it with his fingers. It seems like, th- something I've never really noticed with future seasons of the Tenth Doctor, is his ability to read the room and sort of understand what's acceptable and what's rude and not isn't very good, but constantly throughout this series, he has to be reminded by Rose of what you're seeing is rude and so on.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you think maybe that's kind of like me, the fact that you only see that in this series kind of a conscious attempt at kind of, um, you know, character development on terms of Doctor's part. The fact that, um, Rose is clearly kind of a good influence on him, and you know, that's what comes back in a series four. Um, what are you on about? ignore it, ignore what I'm saying. The Ten and Rose stay together forever,
1: yeah. The Doctor Who show with Rose Tyler.
0: Yeah, you're right,
1: you're right, yeah, sorry. Um, While I was watching this episode, like last week, with episode 10, episode 11, there's a lot of filler in this series, I feel. You think this is a filler episode? Oh, for sure, definitely. I don't feel like it brings anything, really. It's more of a setup to what's to come in episodes uh, uh, 12 and 13. It's kind of interesting,
0: because this is the kind of final episode before kind of like the big finale and I realized I don't know if you felt this but to me the pacing of this series it felt like it went by a lot quicker and I think yes. that might be because just the way that it was kind of segmented into different bits like you kind of have the first couple stories where it's the doctor and rose then you have kind of a few episodes in the middle which are the doctor rose and mickey then you're back to the doctor and rose with kind of the part of the series that's really slowed down was um, Impossible Planet and uh, Satan Pit. And then you're back to kind of, you know, the break with um... Idiot's Lantern. You, Idiot's Lantern, yeah. See, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> but you have like three short episodes. Weird. It's weird, is weird kind of, this episode kind of, this series, it kind of has been and gone without me even realising. Yeah. Like, when Series the- 1, it felt like... With Series 1, I felt like kind of... there's much more of an overall arc throughout the whole thing compared yeah. to this one.
1: When was the last time we saw Rose... When was the last time we saw Jackie and Mickey?
0: It's been ages. Um, well, we saw Jackie last week in
1: Love oh, and yeah. Monsters. Yeah, Love and Monsters.
0: But, like, and we've when was the last
1: time Rose, st- Rose actually went home?
0: Um, It was after um, Age of Steel, after Mickey left. Oh,
1: yeah, she goes home, doesn't she, at the end of um, that? And she, she
0: goes to, like, hug Jackie, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then she goes away again to the H. Lantern, Impossible Planet, yeah. Satan's Pit, and then we see Jackie in Love and Monsters, but we don't see them together. Yeah, okay, yeah. It just seems ages, obviously, because yeah. Mickey's no longer here. It seems ages ago since we saw. But
0: there's like kind of a lot happened, kind of characterizing kind of the first half of this series. When coming to the second half, it's been a lot more kind of like individual bits.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The doctor reveals that he was a dad once. How did you feel about that?
0: I mean, obviously, it's nothing new to. Uh... Doctor Who lore. We obviously know he was a dad once because he has a granddaughter, Susan. Yeah. Um, I imagine, you know, if you're a kid watching this and didn't know anything about previous Doctor Who lore or canon, that would be quite a, you know, startling revelation for him to just kind of mention and move on from.
1: I think you probably was. It's a weird one to hear
0: because yeah. Because kind of looking at the Doctor in you Who, especially because He's played by someone as young as David Tennant. For him to say something I was a dad once is a bit disconcerting.
1: Yeah. Um. Just for a side note, this still isn't the episode where I joined Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm still still not so, watching the show yet. You d-
0: <laughs> did so? You, did you? Did you, you? One of the two series finale episodes. Uh, I'm not telling you. I might not on? even
1: have joined in series two. <laughs>
0: whack! That's whack.
1: I'm not going to tell you. Bef- I'll tell you when we get to the time where it's acceptable to tell you. But I'm not going to spoil it in advance because you started with New Earth. Am I right?
0: New Earth. That's right.
1: Yeah. So you're you're you've been watching Doctor Who a lot longer than me. Bye. At least... Yeah,
0: I remember all these episodes. I remember seeing Fear Her when it came out, and I remember finding people being trapped in pictures pretty spooky.
1: Ooh, scary. Um, Another episode... This is another episode where the Doctor and Rose get separated. Um, Seems to be an ongoing theme throughout the series. At least we know it doesn't come so much. Uh, They're together forever. Together in electric uh, dreams Do, 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 do. We'll always be together however far it seems. We did a lot of singing this week.
0: Yeah. Is it me or do we... Are we just, like, avoiding talking about Fear Her?
1: <laughs> okay, what was your thoughts on Fear Hair? I didn't ask at the top, I realised. Um, what did you think of it?
0: I think it's the weakest episode of this series.
1: Really? No. Do you not? No, I'm not going to tell you, because I've got my list. I was working on my list... But well, this is near the oh,
0: because you you didn't you didn't like um you didn't like the Impossible Planet in the Satan Pit, did you? No,
1: not at all, not really.
0: I, was like, I don't I don't hate this episode because it's still Doctor Who. I you know it has Cal from the Council, which has to count for something. <laughs> um, I don't know I don't know it's just kind of. That being said, that being said, I remember Girl in the Fireplace didn't do much for me, which is very controversial. Yeah, I
1: was really surprised by that. Yeah, uh, I like I, I, so was I. I like this
0: episode. I mean, it's good it's, fun. It's, it's a fine episode. Yeah, I feel like it's a very standard episode. I feel like there's not much. Like, I always... Like, I forgot this episode was um, in between Love and Monsters and the finale.
1: Mm.
0: I feel like kind of it's just one of those episodes where if it didn't exist, I don't feel like I'd be losing a ton other than Cal from the Council.
1: Compared to last season's, um, like, pre-conclusion episode, Boomtown.
0: Boomtown.
1: This is way better.
0: Yeah, if I have to agree with that, this is a much more action-packed episode than Boomtown. I remember hating Boomtown. (laughs) I didn't hate Boomtown, it was just kind of not much, very inactive, very inactive. Boob Town felt very, very different as a series finale, as a pre-series finale to this.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, do you think they should have got David Tennant in real life to run with the Olympic torch?
0: That's something i thought about. Because um, the thing is when we were at the 2012 Olympics, David Tennant wasn't the doctor, Matt Smith was.
1: And he did run but, with the torch at one point.
0: Did Matt Smith run for torch?
1: He did, yeah, at one point, yeah.
0: But he didn't run into the stadium, he which I feel is fair. <laughs> I remember the person who lit... Was the person who lit the Olympic torch the winner of the Tour de France that year?
1: I think it was Steve Redgrave, wasn't it? Was that
0: the oh, winner no, of the Tour de No, of... it
1: wasn't. What happened was David Tennant... David Tennant? David Beckham came down the Thames on a boat. He then handed yeah. it to Steve Redgrave. So Steve Redgrave ran, ran up to the stadium and then gave it to, like, five other people who had all, like done something sport. They weren't celebrities. They were like club owners and stuff like that. When I say club owners, I don't mean like football. I mean like local village clubs and stuff that had done amazing things for young kids. Yeah, and They basically then ran up and lit the lit the torch or the cauldron yeah. is what it actually was. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I feel like considering what the Olympics kind of stands for, that makes more sense than just making it a, a, a reference to Doctor Who fans. Did <laughs> <The> Dave <laughs> Kent not carry the torch... Did David Tennant not carry the torch at any point?
1: No, not that I'm aware of, no. It was, was only Matt it, Smith.
0: So, when it came to kind of the... Was there any kind of... Did the opening or closing ceremony have any kind of references or homages to a Doctor Who other than Matt Smith carrying a torch at one point but in what, the relay? Was
1: it the opening or closing? I think it's the opening where you see a big house and it's got all different things playing on the outside of the house and you go inside and there's a family. That's the opening, right?
0: Um, that was part of the opening yeah. ceremony,
1: yeah. And there's a sequence there where you see the Trotters van from Only Fools and Horses and Dylan Rodney lookalikes get out and the van falls apart. And I think at that point, they had a TARDIS on the telly or in the background or there was a sound effect. But there was no okay. actual physical representation of Dotsie, which I think was disappointing at the time because it was that is the, one of the most British things out there.
0: Yeah, it's bit really. Yeah, because uh, I remember there was all kinds of. There was a big, like, balloon, like, reference of, like, I think Voldemort from Harry Potter at one point. Obviously, Mr. Bean had a whole section. Devoted I want to, to talk him. about
1: that. I want to talk about that because that was the best thing of the Olympics. I remember watching the opening oh, yeah, and being that... a bit like, uh, this is a bit, uh, you know, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Now, we're... some stuff here that I don't really know because I'm a bit too young. And, uh, okay, now chariots are fire. Oh, my God, it's Mr. Bean! <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I feel like everyone who watched... I, I can't think of anyone who wouldn't say that the Mr. Bean section was a highlight.
1: It was brilliant because I, I, I've watched that clip back so many times because it is. I love comedy and I love Rowan and I love Mr. Bean. And what I love so much about that scene is you just see the finger tapping, it pulls up his arm and then it pulls back and it's shown to be Rowan. And you the sound the stadium makes is probably the biggest cheer that you that they heard that night. And I think we mentioned it last week um, with the Mr. Bean tribute that was recently on ITV. They spoke to uh, um, Tony Robinson, who plays Baldrick in Blackadder. And he said he had no idea that Rowan was going to be doing this thing. And he sat at home watching the opening ceremony of the Olympics. And then the camera pulls back and there's, there's you know, for him, Blackadder sat there doing Chariots of Fire. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, I feel like the two big highlights for me in the opening ceremony were that and uh, the Queen meeting James Bond. Oh, that's
1: great. That's great.
0: I was quite surprised Danny Boyle didn't
1: include any Doctor Who stuff. I feel like he would. I'd like to see Danny Boyle do an episode of Doctor Who. We should do an episode where we talk about directors we'd like to see do some Doctor Who.
0: I mean, isn't that one of the uh, future series which we have planned to do? Could be. (laughs) I'm... Didn't you make an a post saying that we're going to do a series about kind of Doctor Who that never was?
1: Uh, yes, but they're they're stories that were commissioned and never appeared on screen.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. okay.
1: This okay. is like, would it be cool if J. J. Abrams did a Doctor Who story? <laughs>
0: it's a mystery box. It's called <laughs> the Box of Mystery.
1: And the ending of this episode. What's inside it. The ending of this episode I felt was quite heartwarming, where the Doctor and Rose are reunited. It's one of the few times yeah. where they've been separated and then they get back together. I'm like, oh, yeah, good for them. Nice one. Mm.
0: Yeah, and then they have kind of the ominous ending where they're looking up and Rocha's like, oh, we're always going to be together, aren't we, Doctor? And the Doctor doesn't really answer because he's having one of his intense moments.
1: <laughs> Nobody's like that in real life, Father. Nobody just goes intense for no reason. A storm's coming. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I feel like there must be at least one person who's that weirdly intense. Um, You know, if a is an alien, you have to remember.
1: He is. Do you have anything else you want to say about um, Love and Monsters?
0: This isn't Love and Monsters. This is. Ah,
1: About fear.
0: (laughs) This is what I was talking about. This is a bit of a forgetful episode, isn't it, Tim? (laughs) Just a bit. I think it's a fine episode. Just. um, You forget about bits. Yeah. Anything else? Like, we've, be- we've barely even talked about, you know, what the actual episode is about, about a little girl who draws people and traps them in pictures. It's it's not there's even, nothing we've to barely talk about. On
1: that. There's nothing to talk about.
0: I mean, I remember finding that really creepy. I remember getting really, like, creeped out when she was, like, drawing the world on a wall. I was like, oh, no, everyone's going to be trapped on her wall.
1: Did you pause the DVD because you thought you were going to be trapped as well? Was she like, no, I've got to stop her.
0: DVD? No, Tim, I watched it live.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a real Doctor Who fan. Where were oh, you, Tim? God. Oh, you didn't like Doctor Who yet, did you? <laughs>
1: nope. Anything um, else? Anything else?
0: Um, You know how, like, um, going back to the relay, how the 10th Doctor just picks up from, like, the guy who collapsed?
1: He would have like, guns on is, him instantly okay- if that but- was real life.
0: I'm... I'm just well. It's the UK, so maybe not guns, but, but I'm just worried like the guy who collapsed is was he okay at the end?
1: I think because like, they said he was like struck by lightning or something. or something. Well, no, what happened was it's he's the one holding it when the little pod thing lands back in the Olympic torch and so it knocks him over. Yeah, a little bit. So I think maybe energy, cra- a wizard did it.
0: All oh, right. I mean, the thing is, like, I remember when it first came out, like, when he collapses, the commentator says, The Olympic dream is dead. When yeah, I was a kid, just... I just heard that. And he was saying that. Remember, I remember mishearing that as a kid and hearing him saying, He's dead. So I, <laughs> when I saw it as a kid, I thought that guy was dead. And I found it really weird when the doctor picked up and then everyone just started cheering.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that like, man's dead. Hooray, the doctor's
0: here. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally, you know, that like Jeremy Clarkson meme. Oh no. Anyway,
1: Anyway, yeah. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Uh, Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe it's a bit of a sucky episode, but I enjoyed it more than I. I don't think it's a
0: sucky episode. It's just I'm forgetting about things to say about it. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I remember there was one bit where I was like, um, "Sorry." Was this is one last bit that I just have to talk about because I thought it was funny. Um, right before um, the doctor and Rose go to investigate, like um, Rose is like making observation, and the doctors are like, "Oh, look at you making investigations and suggesting things." And she's like, "Yeah, permission to go and investigate." I like they're like really close to each other, and then the next shot is them like knocking at the door. Uh, they, okay. they, they they snogged. They snogged. They got <laughs> away. They snogged. Like. The, the sexual tension between them in that shot is palpable
1: really okay
0: i'll take your word i, for I it. just had to say that because I, I felt it when i watched the episode
1: as a child or no? that's one
0: of the things that stuck with me now
1: oh, okay and as a child yeah you turn to your one. the sexual tension here is crazy oh.
0: <laughs> yes back when i was when i when i was five when i was six years old yes <laughs> um
1: let's do, do know, like the you... quiz.
2: patience
0: is the win oh boy I'm not going to remember anything I'm going to be
1: mad at this three questions as always question number one which number of Olympics is this
0: Ah, is it like the 32nd
1: oh 30th got that wrong
0: what is it 30th Ah it's the thirty second this year Well is it gonna be this year? Last year. <laughs> no yeah, but it's happening now
1: this year. Yeah, well. so. if, I, if it happens twenty twenty one, does that mean we go four years from now or three years from now?
0: I think three years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um what is the type of car that breaks down on the start of the episode? It's red. I've already said the name of it. It's a mini. It is. Well done. You got one point. Okay, sec- uh, third question. What board game does the doctor say he likes to play? Snakes and ladders. Hooray! Two out of three. That's got to be a personal best. Wow.
0: How did? It... I mean, I feel like it's. I've definitely got all three questions right. One week, haven't Are you I? You sure? <laughs> I'm sure.
1: <laughs> got my. I've got my book here with all the questions in shall I have a look
0: yeah you let can me do. try and
1: find episode one where did we start I
0: feel at? like I've got at l- least half of the questions right I, well maybe not at least
1: what was the first one we did oh my god that's a podcast there's oh, so many old notes in here um rose did I oh we didn't do a quiz and when did we start doing the quiz
0: I don't know it was partly through, was it? The long game, the first quiz episode?
1: I'm not sure. There's no quiz notes there. That's World War Three.
0: I think it might have been the long game.
1: Um, the long game, here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. This does be... on the
0: inside. The checking notes from previous installments podcast.
1: <laughs> There's nothing there. Father's Day. Ah, on the inside. I think it, I think it was Father's we tried Day. Try to remember
0: theater. Oh, cool. Father's Day. Father's Day, you got yeah, one. Yeah, we out definitely of did on
1: Father's Day. The Doctor Dances and the Empty Child. You got um, one out of three on that as well. Um, yeah, one out of three there again. And. Uh... The quiz for, that's uh, when we did one fantastic scene, you got one out of four. Um, Boomtown, um, you got two out of three. So well done. The parting of the Ways, you got one out of four. <laughs> You're yet to get over half marks. Uh, part of the ways we did uh... On
0: the inside, the Harry sucks at
1: Doctor Who quizzes podcast. I'm really bad at this. Yeah, you haven't been that good, Harry. Maybe I should replace you.
0: I mean, let's be real like, the episodes with me in are the videos which have like the worst view counts.
1: That's only because they're the longest of the podcast, they do better over on the actual iTunes.
0: Okay. Do they actually? Okay, so it, I, I was thinking that I was like poison for views.
1: <laughs> Just replace you with Harrison.
0: Well, actually, like, Harrison's videos get more views than mine.
1: Well, the, the last podcast did quite well. Oh, really? Got 80 views. Wow. Is... Well. I'm doing Borat. I do Borat impressions now. Wally, wally. Very nice. My <laughs> wife. Carry on, do some more whilst I try and look at some statistics.
0: Uh, I am b- bull rat. Uh, uh, I like to move it, move it. Very nice. <laughs> why are you, why? Uh, yeah.
1: Okay, my, so the last... My vi- wife. <laughs> the last video you were in, uh, the last full podcast has currently got 90 views, which is quite good for the podcast. And wow. the section that I cut out and uploaded separately has eighty-eight views. Oh. The one I did before that with Harrison has 597. But that's news. That's actual news. I feel like people tune in for that more than the podcast. Well, people listen to the podcast over on iTunes. Yeah, I guess. Just trying to yeah. make you feel better. Yeah. Just trying to make you feel loved. It's pointless. Thanks,
0: that means
1: a lot. Uh recommendations. Whoop, whoop. Before I go, I just want to tell you, you were fantastic. First. I'm going to go first. Oh, dear me. Not um, either, Tim. I'm going to recommend collecting vinyl records. I've started doing it. I bought a vinyl record player after Christmas and I've got a few vinyl records.
0: Oh, that's cool. What have you uh, got?
1: I've got Hunky Dory by David Bowie featuring live on Mars. I've got Train Spotting. I've got. Uh, Huey Lewis in the News for the most accomplished album yet. It's really hip to be square, as Patrick Bateman says. Uh, I have the r- release of Power of Love from Back to the Future and a load of like classic Hollywood singles.
0: That's cool. My brother has yeah. uh, been collecting vinyls for a while. Uh, he has, um, I think, he has... Is it the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust? The one that has uh, Starman on it? Yeah, yeah. He has that one. Uh, he has um, both What's the Story, Morning Glory, and Definitely Maybe by Oasis. Uh, I think those are the deluxe editions. Those sound great on vinyl.
1: Really good quality. So you're recommending... The best of Queen. Are you recommending your brother's vibe? <laughs> the Best of Queen? Yes. A, have we even mentioned that last week. The Best of Queen has been mentioned twice in a row. <laughs>
0: Isn't there a poster in Fear Hub, which is like the best of Shane Ward. Really? Yeah, like when they first go okay, to 2012, like, there's a poster advertising the best of Shane Ward, which I guess had he like won X Factor the year before or something?
1: Uh, I think he has, yeah. I'm just with the best of Shane Ward and that's a cricketer. Um, <laughs> Ward. W-A-R-D. Yeah. Is that his name? The best of yeah, Shane I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know where do they see it is it in Chloe's bedroom
0: it's like literally like on one of the um, uh, containers next to the TARDIS when they land
1: oh is it like a tour or something
0: I don't know if it's a tour or like an album release or something them, Or um, I think uh, it was like called, like Shane Ward's The Greatest Hits or something like
1: that I'm just having a quick look here we go at least it's right near the start so I don't have to skip along that far uh, do, 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 do. Whilst I look for this, why don't you tell us your thoughts on the young actress who played Chloe?
0: Um, I feel like they gave her a bit too much of a responsibility with this episode. It was a very difficult character to play. She was playing kind of both like her the character of Chloe and also an alien that was controlling Chloe. And the way that she was directed to do it was to kind of do this weird kind of deep voice. And I don't think it quite worked, but I feel like that's more what was asked of the actor as opposed to the actor Yeah,
1: no, I know know what you're saying. I've just found it here It says, Shane Ward The Greatest Hits Um, It looks like an album not a uh, not a tour Would you like to go see him live?
0: Yeah, sure I'm sure he's great live.
1: I was not expecting that answer
0: I mean there are other artists and musicians I would choose over Shane Ward but you know if someone invited me to see Shane Ward live I wouldn't have a reason to not go Would
1: you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen at home what we're doing next week?
0: Uh, next week? are we? As going in how to we're going to be doing
1: the episodes uh, and how they're going to be laid out
0: Oh we're going to do them individually because of the series finale aren't we? That's true yeah. Do you to, so, uh, do you I can't remember what the name of the it? episode is before Doomsday. What's the episode before Doomsday called?
1: Army of Ghosts. Hype it up. Keep yes. some hype. Be excited. Like YouTube. Young okay. and Hip.
0: So next week we're going to be doing uh, the first of a two-part series finale. Um, Young and Hip. Army Young of ghosts. ghosts. We're going to finally find out what this Torchwood that's been throwing about is all about. We're going to see return More to some excitement. familiar foes. Is Rose going to
1: die? Young and hip, clickbait.
0: Uh, yo, what up, hashtag squad? Be sure to like and subscribe God. for more fam action.
1: Love it. That's just what we needed. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you again next week. If we're going to do Army of Ghosts, and we're going to come back after that and do doomsday because they're two big episodes maybe i joined doctor who at this point maybe i didn't who knows um come back next week and you won't find out because we'll probably forget to mention it um i'll say goodbye bye everybody do you want to say bye uh, oh, it, make sure you
2: subscribe to the official bigger on the inside podcast